Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish tech news. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, the crypto hipster, where I bring you the crypto corner, where I interview founders, thought leaders, entrepreneurs, executives, artists in crypto and blockchain globally. And today I have, I've only ever heard of these guys. Um, I heard they're amazing. I never met them in person. Now I'm meeting them today. Um, I have an amazing guest. His name is Rui Zhang. He is the co-founder and the managing partner of Gumi Crypto's Capital in San Francisco. Uh, Rui, welcome to the show. Hey, everyone. Thank you very much for having me here. You're very welcome. Very welcome. So uh, let's kick things off. And the first question is this. What is your background? And is it a logical background for what you're doing now? Sure. Um, well, uh, before I started Sagumi Cruise Capital, um, I actually uh, leading the global investment of Gumi Inc., which is a public mobile gaming company in Japan. So I've been investing in the mobile gaming, uh, console gaming, social network, VR and AR sector for about three years. Um, during that period of time, invested in several gaming companies, become super successful. Some being acquired by Microsoft, some being acquired by uh, Facebook. So I do have, you know, the investment, uh, military investment background during that period of time. Uh, and before then, uh, I have my own venture. I founded, I co-founded the company together with several friends. We operated three, three years, about three years, and we sold it to a, another company for about $150 million dollars. Um, and uh, I also, in the past, have several years banking and conducting firm experiences. So if you're combining these past experiences, you can see that I have the uh, kind of entrepreneurship experiences where I understand how and what these entrepreneurs are looking for um, from, from the investors. Um, and I do invest in several companies already. Uh, have the success, so I understand how, as a VC, you should behave. Um, and given my, you know, past financial background, where um, I believe that's a kind of a key domain knowledge that blockchain and crypto are requiring. So I believe you know, my background is a very logical background for, you know, what I'm doing now. Um, yeah, I hope that answered your question. And you're a CFA. Yes, I'm a CFA uh, and a CPA. And that's applicable to crypto, being CFA. <laughs> yeah, uh, at least it's an investment investment certificate. So uh, I do have all this uh, kind of deep knowledge about uh, those different financial products. So I understand how this blockchain can disrupt the you know traditional financial sector. Got it. That makes sense. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> great. I've always told my brother-in-law that he's a CFA. I was like, your CFA in a dollar fifty will get you on the bus when it comes to crypto. But um, it's more than just that. So that's great to hear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I just won't tell him. So uh, my next question is this. Uh, Gumi, uh, Gumi Crypto Capital recently launched fund number two. Okay. So what's the mission and the vision of it and how it will work? 
Yes. So um, it's our second fund. Uh, we announced the final close of it. It's a hundred ten million fund. So we'll continuously uh, investing in the early stage uh, uh, startups in the blockchain crypto sector. Uh, we're trying to support the uh, the uh, new innovations in the sector to help this whole ecosystem keep growing. So the missions, um, you know. Uh, providing both the capital and the um, other resources that we are able to pro provide to support the talent entrepreneurs to deliver their uh, vision, their uh, product to the market, supporting the users, supporting all the uh, parties around this ecosystem to grow together. Um, so that's kind of uh, the vision that we're, we're uh, going after. Obviously, at the VC, uh, the main uh, job that we're doing here is uh, in making investments. So, finding, uh, identifying the best uh, entrepreneurs uh, working on the uh, real product that's solving real problem in different sectors, different industries, that making a blockchain and crypto technology adopted for the mass market. That's kind of the things that we're gonna do. Got it. Sounds good. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to one of your quotes that you said recently. You said, think of us as blockchains experienced high conviction, high trust, hands-on value adding, long-time preference, unicorn to megacorn, builder-focused, all-in venture society. That's a mouthful, right? Um, how do you get people to trust you, especially when those who have been who have been trusted the most have recently complied with somewhat unfair regulatory directives there by causing a lack of systemic trust. Yeah. Uh, um, so when we talk about trust, you know, it always is between yourself and the party who actually involved in you or related to you. So um, as a fund manager, uh, obviously we have our LPs, living partners, investing in us, trust us that we are, we have our own, Imagine logic, philosophy, and the principles. So when we make investment, uh, we always uh, follow our kind of rules, uh, principles. Uh, we're not uh, tracing any hype. We're following the, the thesis that we we explain to our LPs. So we should, you know, to maintain this trust. <clears throat> sorry, to maintain the trust. Obviously, we will uh, continuously um, follow this and. Uh, keep it close the communication with our LPs. Make sure they understand we are what we are doing. On the other side, we promised our powerful companies we're going to provide both the capital, provide hands-on support, sharing our resources with them, um, and uh, whenever they need us, we'll support them. Uh, we are a long-term holder. We we want to support them for in the in the long run rather than you know a lot of the uh, participants on the market actually a sort of view a sort of vision. A participant who want to get faster returns. We're not that type of investors. So uh, by you know pr providing trust, uh, maintaining the trust between us and our public companies, is that we will deliver what we promised. So I think the behaviors, the actions that we deliver, will become the uh, uh, the fundamental uh, foundation for this trust. Um, I, I'm not sure that answered your question. <clears throat> it does. It does because it's all about integrity relationships. So yes, it does. Um, 
but you said an additional word in there, and I got to ask you about it. You said the word hype, and I know your fund covers the gamut in crypto. It covers DeFi, it covers Metaverse, it covers NFTs, and you use the word hype. What's hype? What's hype and what's not hype? Um, sorry, did I use the hype? Which which one exactly you? When you were when you were describing when you were describing last the last answer, use the word hype, and there's a lot of hype right now in in the metaverse and NFT and DeFi. There's a lot of there's a lot of fancy marketing gimmick words, but yes. then there's actual there's actual investment and actual truth. And I wanted to find out how you discern the two and what's the actual investment and truth trends that are going on right now. Um, okay, so obviously the market is still having uh, you know so many different types of investors chasing the hype obviously in the short run if you can make a hundred thousands of times of returns uh, you know you give the people the motivation to do that but from uh, our point of view uh, we want to invest in as I mentioned at the very beginning you know our mission is to support the entrepreneurs that building the things that can be really utilized by the users in the long run so um what we try to do, I'll probably maybe emphasize what we will, we will do is that we will, uh, I think the, the key words is a usability um, for the products that provide the usability uh, utility to the, I mean, the product itself uh, to the users, then you're creating a value to the users. Users are enjoying using the product, enjoying the services you deliver to them. And they enjoying the benefit, not just the economic value, but also, let's say, if you're talking about a game, then it should be an entertainment, in-game experiences. That that's the uh, uh, the real value that you should deliver to your to your um, uh, uh, users. Well, if we talk about uh, financial services, then um, I think it should be more on the usability for uh, the uh, parties, the companies, the businesses that can easily access the uh, capital from this market while you use it to the real business to build the real business and deliver the productions so those are the things that we're looking for these are those are the things that we are investing in so we're definitely trying to avoid the hypes um uh yeah that's uh, that's my awesome thoughts on that yeah awesome i love the utility <laughs> and as far as building a business and i want to go back to the last question um before I talk about the experimental age, right? Because it might tie into that. So I'm going to ask you what the experimental age is. When you're building a business, there's something called capital budgeting. Mm -hmm. There's the cost of equity and there's the cost of debt. And recently, a lot of uh, crypto, um, you know, custodians have been attacked for by the you know regulators for it for offering yield. And you could consider the yield the cost like a cost of equity or cost of debt, right? So how can you build a business when you don't have access to returns that might be skewed that, that other people might have? You know, how do you how do you build that business if you're not able to do a capital budgeting within your business and earn yield to do it? Um, sure. So um, if I understand your question is mainly basically regarding uh, if you're building a business that mainly collecting the capitals and telling people you can you are be able to earn yield that if that's the only business you're, you're doing then how you maintain that is that the question 
that and then how can me how can if i'm not in that business but want to be able to have like a cost of equity or debt cost of capital for my business how do i achieve it yeah so first i, I believe if that's the case it's not sustainable for sure um if you look at uh the mechanism those kind of projects either you collect the uh the capitals and provide it to uh you know other protocols where those other protocols can uh generate incomes through lending borrowing um through uh maybe uh making the investment um so the yield have to come from some somewhere that have actual inflows um so if it's purely genuinely yield by printing your own money you know, you, you can see there's several projects on the market that you have to do in this kind of mechanism, telling you if you come to our, if you put money in here, we will give your give you our own token. But their own token has no economic value because there's no cash flows accrued to it. So if that's the case, it's not sustainable. But if you're really building the um, the kind of uh, financial platforms that just like the lending pr pr uh, protocols like uh, Compound right you actually are serving as the type of you know, kind of traditional financial institutions you you become the bridge between the borrowers and the lender uh, and the lenders right what finance is works right well, the purpose of, of finance is actually facilitating the capital um uh transferring right you transfer the assets from where it has to where it needs so if you're serving this this purpose this purpose then you are a financial product financial platform that creating value by contributing this 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 uh this function um otherwise you know if you're purely collecting and kind of uh um more kind of ponzi game then uh, it, it wants to sustain um uh, and if you're talking about the um uh the the, the capital budgeting thing if i understand correctly you're talking about for the business who actually is that borrowing or providing capital to to the pools how they managing their uh the the financing cost is that the yeah. right way to yeah okay yeah so um that's a good question um the the market especially the kind of financial market actually are missing this part you don't have a good way to managing or hedging your um you know financing cost uh financing cost risk or i'll say uh in the traditional financial market you will have let's say interest swap you have um you know forwards futures on the interest that you can actually well manage your position you know in the next uh, you know quarter next year what's the cost that you need to pay in order to use this capital well right now most of the DeFi projects, um, it's a very fluctuating uh, model. So no matter you're a borrower or a lender, um, it's pretty hard for you, uh, for you to predict that and for you to hedging that. So uh, I, that's actually one of the uh, sectors or one of the uh, directions that we are actively investing and looking for the best candidates uh, to invest now. Uh, with, I definitely believe that's something that will definitely necessary and uh, will benefit the, the market participants. When you have this kind of tools, we have this kind of protections, you will have more participants, more real users 
joining this uh, uh, ecosystem to utilize these uh, platforms. That makes perfect sense to me. Thank you. Um, and I ask you the hard question because you got the hard designation of CFA, so I have to ask you. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for playing along with me. Um, so let's go to the next question is this, is um, what's the experimental age? You know, what is that? Uh, what do you foresee in the experimental age? Yeah, so uh, that's actually a quote from my partner, Nico. Uh, uh, so um, if you look at the history, there's uh, what happening now in the crypto, in the blockchain sector actually uh, never been experienced, right? You've never seen a, such a aggressive decentralization move. Uh, uh, and so people are building, what are people are building are the things that you um, never experienced. So when you're trying something that never observed in the past, then you are experimenting things. So the existing uh, so-called maybe web two or internet, traditional internet uh, uh, age, right? You already have this uh, um, a kind of a model how you do business, uh, how you collect users, how you treat the uh, kind of uh, distribute the, the values between um, the service providers and the users. Now, um, people are moving into an age that ownership for the users becomes so important. People are paying attention to that. Um, so the financial sector, even the currency is out of the control of the government, how the government should take care of that, how, to, how the, uh, the, the current financial system can be migrated or merged together with this um, uh, the new decentralized financial system. So those are the things that you never um, uh, see in the past. So um, right now, everything you're building, you're experimenting, you try and do it, and later um, maybe so-called you know, try and error. So you, you you try it, you failed, you you know you find out what's the problem, you re, you do it again. Um, you change the model, so all the things are experimental. So I think that's the um, uh, how we see why we we call it a experimental age. <laughs> Got it. There was a famous DeFi coder developer who just left the industry a few a couple months ago, who tested and prod. Um, you know, so I saw that, um, but you know. Let me ask you this, how are the existing institutions and infrastructure, including, you know, social governance, big tech, financial services, demonstrably failing us? Um, and then in turn, how can we bring them to their knees? Um, so that's also a code from a uh, from partner, Miko. So he probably is a better uh, guy to answer that, but so, I would say um, if you look at the uh, you know people, what people are blaming those big tech companies is that they actually control controlling the uh, the data of the users. They're monetizing the um, uh, the, the data of the users. Um, sometimes actually um, um, uh, starting to damaging the privacy of the users. Um, so from those kind of angles, you can see. Their services they provided need change, um, so they're um, failing us. I would say it's just a um, a lot of things they should deliver to the users by protecting users, providing um, the 
sharing the 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 values that the users should be, uh, be entitled, but they they didn't achieve that. So they definitely need uh, the, the current blockchain and crypto sector are forcing them to uh, adjust their behaviors in the past. Um, so um, I think those are the the things. Um, uh, my partner are meaning that what, but by saying uh, they're fading us. Um, and from the government point of view, I think it's uh, uh, the the current, if you see the market, the high inflation, uh, the kind of uh, endless mar uh, money printing, those things, obviously, uh, because they are a government, they're managing the whole country, the, the uh, even, even the, the world economy, and they have to maintaining uh, several key factors, including um, the uh, employment uh, rate, right? Um, the, uh, the stability of the economy, the growth of the economy. Um, so, and you know, obviously there's a national security, all, all the factors they need to consider. So monetary uh, and uh, policy become part of it. So they have to consider that um, well balance everything together, but still, um, the current monetary policy, uh, the, the current moni monetary um, kind of behaviors that the governments are uh, going after seems uh, brought a lot of troubles, a lot of problems to a lot of the, the, the normal mass user. Um, so uh, I think the people are paying so much attention to Bitcoin, uh, decentralized currency, a different type of currency that unrelated to the government is exactly uh, showing the um, the reason right so showing why people the, the people are um, kind of starting losing some of the, the, the confidence or the faith to to the government so that forces the government to react to change so I think um, the, uh, the the needs the things uh, that both the government, the social, the big tech, um, you know, including financial services uh, um, companies, the, the things they missed, that they failed uh, in the past, now you have an external uh, force that forcing them to change, to adjust. I think um, maybe we don't need really um, need to you know, disrupt everything, but at least that we can bring them to the, to the, place that they need to collaborate with the user, collaborate with the um, the normal people. Um, so that's how, how I read it. <laughs> so, yeah, I had to ask you, and I know it was Miko's quote, I know, <laughs> but in order to, to know where you're going, you have to know where you've been, right? And your company's motto is thinking ahead. Yes. You also, you also said that people are losing faith in people and, and people trust you. And then Yesterday, I was in line at the grocery store buying some stuff for Easter, and I overheard you know the news come out and say the most trusted television station with a whopping fifty-two percent of the people who trust it is Weather.com. Everything else is under forty, and I'm, so they're not they're not trusting the media, right? They're not trusting anybody, right? So, how do people who have been force-fed disinformation and misinformation? come to trust and rely upon the sources of truth like you guys and think ahead like you do for themselves. 
Yeah, it's a different question. A different question. So, um, for even you know, I, I mean, the media is obviously they are biased, right? They are expressing not the fact, but they're expressing their opinion. So, for the same uh, fact, the way you express it, the way you demonstrate it, it can be very biased.、Uh, you know, even a neutral kind of information, you can say in a way. Become very positive, or you can say it in a way that can very negative. So it depends on how they want to、uh, influence the the public. So、um, they're I, I don't think they're hiding the truth. It's just that they're、um, telling you in a way that driving you or directing you to the way the direction they want you to see.、Um, so、uh, how to avoid that or how to change that?、Um, I don't think. Um, there's there's a really way to to solve it because everybody have their、um, kind of a, a independent opinion how do, how people inter interpret the same piece of、uh, information is up to them. So I think how for for each individual like us, what we need to do probably just、uh, having an open man mind. Whenever we see anything,、um, we should consider it from both sides. Then、uh, that that will just helping us getting more. Uh, kind of fair opinion for、uh, information from from all these different channels of the media.、Um, uh, now you know in in the, nowadays you have so many channels ex,、uh, accepting sorry uh, uh, touching、um, so many different type of informations. So when you find something from the media from any、uh, TV channel, you can search on the internet. You probably find a different opinion elsewhere. So you can you know. Uh, comparing those two, doing your own or your own analysis, then probably that will、uh, do your own benefit. Um, uh, yeah, yeah、um, that's on the on the media side. The talking about、uh, the other kind of trust.、Um, uh, I don't. Can you can you、uh, repeat the the last the second part of the question again? Sorry. Well, how do how do people start to You know, think ahead for themselves. Yeah,、um, yeah. So、uh, think ahead.、Um, when we talk about think ahead from you know our firm's point of view, we're talking about what's going to happen in the next、uh, one to three years from a more kind of a macro point of view for this whole ecosystem to keep growing to scaling up. What the people are looking for. If you are a user, you you are a participant in this ecosystem. What do you see the market missing? What do you are definitely demanding? Then those are the parts that we, I mean, not now, but what happens in the in the next near future, one to three years.、Um, that's how we what we define as a think ahead.、Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> got it. I ask you that because. You know, there's a lot of there's a and I asked you the, about the word hype earlier because there's a lot of hype when it comes to the metaverse, and I know you、yes. guys invest in the metaverse, and I know、yeah. there's a lot of hype. What's reality? Um, yeah, the reality is um, there I I admit there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of uh, uh, purely uh, found the reason purpose of behaviors, right?、Uh, I think. Part of it's pretty similar to、uh, what happens in two thousand seventeen.、Um, people are utilizing the uh, eye tracking uh, uh, 
uh, topics to raise capital, right? In, in the 2017, uh, the, during the ICO boom, everybody are using uh, a white paper and telling a story, then they're raise capital by issuing the token, presenting tokens. Last year, there's so many NFT projects telling people, you know, we're gonna do this. Here's a pre-sale of the NFTs that will have some uh, kind of value or meaningful use cases in, instead of the future product they can deliver. So that kind of a behavior is the same. You know, people are using utilizing that as a way of raising capital. Um, there, there, there are definitely bad behavior uh, 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 players, but there's, there's definitely also good players. In order to build things, in order to really deliver things, you do need the capital. Um, and especially in the blockchain crypto sector, a lot, most of the things are actually community driven. So you want to start with a healthy community supporting you from the very beginning. Um, that's what actually different with uh, in a so-called Web2 uh, or, or what happened in the past, where you deliver product then gradually grow your, um, your user base. Now you actually um, have your user base, have your community from the very beginning and then start to grow. So I think what um, what you need to pay attention to is whether that project, uh, that the team or the project, the company are actually working on it, delivering it. Um, is that a solid and a feasible product? Is that just a purely uh, story that will never be able to achieve? Or is actually something that everybody looking for and the, you're having a team with a qualified background working on it, have a very feasible milestone timeline show to you. Uh, so those are the um, things that you think, I think you should pay attention to, um, to avoid those purely high projects and find a really solid uh, project to, to, um, uh, to get involved in. Um, I hope that answered the question. It does. I tell people that the metaverse has a very long tail, kind of like deep tech. Exactly. Want... Exactly. So I think metaverse, uh, different probably different people have a different definition about it. So in my opinion, metaverse means um, you people are able to spend hours and hours of time inside of a world where probably either separated or mixed with the the the, the real physical uh, world, right? Um, and then considering if you are going to spend so much time inside of something, what do you need to do, or what do you can do there? So um, if the answer is well, you can own, you can earn money there, and that's the only thing you can do. Probably that's. Uh, a little bit uh, speculative, right? Um, well, if you're telling people, actually, there's a lot of things that you can consume inside that world, right? Either uh, uh, entertaining yourself, playing games, working together with your friends, um, social, you know, uh, communications uh, with friends, or even, um, you know, there's um, doing something that you want to and you actually consume your time consume your money um consuming whatever you have in order to you know achieve those uh, targets you want to do then it becomes a solid and um 
you know, healthy uh, virtual world that you, uh, uh, you're getting into. It goes back to that one word you stressed earlier, usability. Yes, exactly. Got it. So this has been great. So thank you very, I want to thank you very much for your time today. This has been a wonderful conversation. I learned a lot. Um, I grilled you a little bit, but I appreciate, I appreciate the, the, the answers. Um, and I have one last question. It's an easy one is this, how can people find out more information about you, about Gumi crypto capital, about what you guys do about your funds? How can they do any of that? Yeah. Um, so you can easily find us, uh, through our website, uh, it's a Gumi dash cryptos.com. Um, you can find our portfolios, you can find our uh, contact information there. Um, and, uh, you know, you can uh, easily find us through uh, Twitter, through um, LinkedIn, um, our Facebook, we also have a, a official uh, Facebook page too. So feel free to reach out to us. Uh, if you have a very uh, ambitious uh, vision on a, a very usable product, Please come to us. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. Bye-bye. Um, Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.